When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Kyler Yamamoto has signed a contract with the Edmonton Oilers, avoiding arbitration, two-year deal, the average annual value, $3.1 million. Oilers GM and President of Hockey Operations, Ken Holland, will join us in about 15 minutes, 17 minutes here on Inside Sports. We're going to get him around 10 to 7 for some quick comments on uh, getting the deal done with Kyler Yamamoto. The Toronto Raptors are going to be playing a preseason game in Edmonton. We will dive deeper into that in about half an hour. And the Edmonton Elks getting ready to go Saturday at the BC Lions. It's on 6.30, Chad, 6.30 for the face-off show. The, uh, my goodness, I'm doing the wrong sport. I did that yesterday too. The countdown to kickoff is uh, for the Elks and the Lions on Saturday at 6.30. And the game will start at 8. And we'll go to the Certainty Hotline, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling system, Certainty Pro all the way. We welcome from the Edmonton Elks linebacker, Jordan Reeves. Jordan, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? Not too bad. How are you doing today? Well, I'm happy to talk to you, Jordan, and you are not going to remember this, I'm sure, uh, but you and I have talked before. And it was no, not I remember when you were playing <laughs> earlier in your CFL career. It was when you were playing for the Brandon Bobcats basketball because I was doing play-by-play for the Pandas and Golden Bears. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> what What do you remember about that? Tell me about, uh, what, what was it called? I think it was still CIS basketball at the time. Yeah. Uh, how do you remember yeah, that part yeah. of your life? I loved it, man. That that was a that was a big part of my life. You know, I made some of the best friendships I got to this day in Brandon. But um, yeah, no playing basketball was a big part of my life. It was uh, it was definitely fun while it lasted. Um, but you know, I moved on to a different sport now. Okay, well, tell me about that transition again. I, I know you've probably told this story dozens dozens of times, but you're a you're a university basketball player, and now you've carved out a CFL career for yourself. Tell me about the the transition and in, in getting into pro football. Yeah, I played, um, you know, five years in Brandon. Then I went overseas to play pro, um, you know, Spain, Slovenia, France. I was over there for a few months. And then uh, I came back to Canada and just kind of was training, kind of in limbo. And uh, I got a shot to try out with Winnipeg. And, uh, you know, I started off as a receiver, I remember. And I was at the Combine. Coach Jones was actually running the Combine at the time. And, uh, you know, I guess made a good impression. Um, actually got cut from Winnipeg my first year, uh, last round of cuts. And then Coach Jones pulled me on in Sask in 2016. And uh, the rest is history. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and you, have a, you have a pretty amazing family history because, of course, your father was a great player, Willard Reeves, and uh, your brother plays in, in the National Hockey League, which is, of course, uh, Ryan Reeves. Now, is there like – where do these athletic genes come from? Is it is it your dad? Is it your grandparent? <laughs> Maybe it's your mom that gets all that should get more credit. To tell me a little bit about it. 
I think our size honestly comes from my mom's side, but the athletic uh, gene, I think that's going to come from my dad there. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you're, has your dad, did, did your dad not get into politics or what's, or something like that? What's yeah. the story there? Yeah. He was running for MLA um, in, in Winnipeg for the Liberal Party. Uh, yeah, big curveball. None of us saw it coming, but, you know, he, uh, he did pretty good. Um, he was just out of the win, but uh, I think he's running again this October. Okay. That, well, good for him. That's, uh, that's cool. He's, he's pursuing that. Now, do you and he talk, uh, you know, throughout your career, do you talk after games? And I guess you, you've kind of been more on the defensive side of the ball. When you talk to your dad about football, what do those conversations usually revolve around? Uh, you know, we just kind of talk about either the week of practice or the game we just had. And, uh, you know, he's always curious to see what's going on, you know, what position I'm playing this week because, you know, I move around quite a bit. And, uh, you know, just checking in on my health and, you know, how the injuries are going, how the team's going, how the chemistry's going. So I think, you know, it's just it's just that typical, you know, football talk. Um, you know, it's something that I'm sure he misses. So uh, when we talk about it, I can kind of see him reliving his days a little bit too. All right, and when it comes to following uh, Ryan's career, are you are you a fan of whatever hockey team he plays for? Do you go for another team now that you're in Edmonton? Do you go for the Oilers? <laughs> just I'm just wondering how you follow the no. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. No, not a chance. I'm I'm cheering for whatever team he's on. So right now it's New York. You know, started at St. Louis. Had to cheer for Pittsburgh for a little bit. We're with Vegas. Now New York's my team. Okay, good stuff. Well, you're a loyal, uh, you're a loyal brother. Does he any football games in the summer? Does he ever come up? Uh, he he does. Yeah, no, he might uh, come to a few this year if he's not too busy. Uh, he's been to he's been to a few of my games uh, in Sask back when I was over there. So uh, whenever he gets a chance, he'll he'll definitely come watch me play. Okay, good stuff. It is uh, Jordan Reeves checking in tonight on uh, Inside Sports Play. Now you mentioned what pos- I introduced you as a linebacker, but you said whatever position I'm playing this week. What position are you playing this week? Uh, this week I've been playing boundary corner, so just kind of moving around. Okay, because so you, you you basically can play anywhere on defense. Just get out there and they'll you'll line up wherever they tell you. I, I tell I tell everyone I just play the athlete position. Wherever you want me to go, I'll do the job. Yeah, I I like that. I'm going to use that line. He plays the athlete <laughs> position, which is pretty good. All right. Yeah. Do you have, do you have a favorite position? Dare I ask you that? Um, honestly, this, this corner is pretty fun. Uh, I, I really started to like playing linebacker. Um, you know, I started my career on the D line. So each, each of them has its perks, um, a lot more running at the corner for sure. But, uh, you know, it's nothing I can't handle. Okay. Uh, you know, a bit of a tough season for you because you got hurt in, in the first week. Um, tell me a little bit about the recovery. I, I've talked to a lot of athletes over the years, Jordan, who have gone through injuries and, 
Um, I know several men and women have said it's, of course, the physical recovery has to happen, but sometimes there's a lot of uh, mental work to do as well because you're so used to playing and preparing and just to be on the sidelines and have to watch everybody else doing it has been pretty tough. How has that been for you the last seven weeks or so? Yeah, it's definitely tough, uh, especially I was coming off injury and I just finally got healthy and then, you know, the finger snapped. Um, I, I try to tell people coming back from an injury, especially in the pros, it's honestly about 90% mental and 10% physical. You know your body's going to heal. You know you got great trainers, a great, you know, strength coach who who they're going to do everything they can to get you back on that field. So worrying about your body and the injury, you know, that's one thing, but it, it's the mental um, you know, you, you, you're sitting at home, you're not really, you're not really part of the team, even though you're on the team, you, you don't get to go practice with them. You're doing your own thing with the hurt people. So it, it's just, you know, you, you don't want to fall down that dark path and you want to stay, you know, positive the whole time, you know, keep having people around you, your teammates around you. And, um, it, it's, it's honestly way more mental than physical. And, um, it, it was definitely tough because I felt like I just finally got back and wanted to get, you know, my feet wet again. And then it just got taken away from me again. But, you know, I just kept my head on straight. Um, you know, I made it through this injury and we're back in D.C., back at the scene of the crime. And uh, I'm just ready to get back to it. Okay. And the scene of that crime was uh, a really tough day for the Edmonton Elks. They, they put up 59 points. I'm going to ask you this question. Does that matter? Does that motivate you guys? You know, is revenge a word that we should be throwing around? Or are you sitting there saying like it's it's ancient history, man? Like, forget about it. Yeah, we're we're not coming into this game as a revenge game. We're not, you know, trying to make up for anything we did in the first game. We're, this, this is a new week. It's it's a new opponent to us. You know, we didn't have our full squad. They didn't have their full squads. Completely new game. So. Uh, we're just worried about this week. We're not worried about anything in the past. You know, we can't dwell on the past. It's not going to help us get better. So we're just focused on this week, um, doing our assignments this week to get the job done and come out of BC with the win. All right. Well, we look forward to it. What do you think of this young quarterback you're going up against? Uh, what, what do you know about this Nathan Rourke? Do you have a scouting report on him? He's kind of taken the league by storm this year. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a young baller. Uh, you got to give him his respect. He's uh, earned the respect in the league from, I would say, every defense he had to. Um, but, you know, he's young still. He's uh, he's definitely got some areas where we could, you know, we could expose. But um, you got to give him full credit. He's he's playing the best football in the league right now at the quarterback position. So, you know, we definitely got to key in on him and study him. But, um, yeah, you got to give him his respect. We don't We're not scared of him, but, you know, we respect him. All right. I, I got a couple more for, and, and you and I did not talk ahead of time. So, but sometimes when I, somebody says this gentleman or whoever's coming on my show, I get little tidbits. So we're doing this live. Is, is, are, is your wife a, a race car driver or something? What's the story? What's, what's the accurate story? Yeah. She races in the Arkham Menard series. Okay. NASCAR. And what is that? Tell me more. Uh, it's just one of the NASCAR uh, circuits. You know, you got the Cup Series, you have Xfinity, you got trucks, and she's an ARCA. So, so it's one of the top series. And, um, you know, she's doing her first full season this year. Uh, so it's about 20 races. And, uh, yeah, no, she's, she's up there. This is the biggest year for her yet. Okay. So Amber, is that her name? Yep. So how did she get into this? Uh, she's been racing her whole life. Um, she started dirt track racing 
uh, at a young age, uh, go-karts, all of that. Her dad's, um, he's a racing legend in Winnipeg and her grandfather raced, uh, her uncle raced. It was in her family. Like she was at the racetrack 24 seven. And then, you know, she wanted to make that jump to pavement racing. Um, and so she moved down to North Carolina about six years ago and started to pursue her NASCAR career. So what kind of a fan are you? Are you a nervous fan? Are you a loud fan? Do you get worried when she's out on the track? Tell me about your experience watching her drive. Uh, sometimes I'll definitely be nervous. Um, you know, if she crashes, I, I get worried. Um, but no, at the same time, you know, I'm an athlete. She's an athlete. We understand what comes with the territory. So if, you know, I'm not, I'm not usually worried about her racing. I know she's a great driver on the track. Um, I know she knows what she's doing. She prepares all week for the race. So, um, I only get worried if I see her crash, but other than that, I just, I just, I'm excited to watch her. Okay. So now you, you mentioned you play the athlete position and we talked about your basketball and your football. Would you ever like to get behind the wheel and go at the speeds she goes? No, (laughs) not a chance. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I'm sure I could, but I'm good. That's amazing. All right. Well, Jordan, thanks for uh, letting everybody get to know you a, a little bit better. You've got a really interesting story, and we're looking to see you, looking forward to seeing you back out on the field healthy this Saturday against the BC Lions. Really, really appreciate your time. All the best rest of the way. No problem. Appreciate that. All right. That is Jordan Reeves checking in tonight from your Edmonton Elks and uh, been playing cornerback this week at practice. He's played linebacker. He's played on the – defensive line so we'll we'll see if that's where he actually winds up uh lining up when the elks visit the lions on saturday night uh and we're gonna have lucky whitehead from the bc lions on a little bit later on one of the guys that jordan reeves will be trying to tackle whitehead one of the most uh, exciting players in the cfl so it'll be fun to catch up with him the raptors have a game here on october 2nd it's a preseason game we have more details on that coming up after the seven o'clock news and the Oilers have signed Kyler Yamamoto to a two-year contract. It's worth $6.2 million. We'll get more details from GM Ken Holland when we bring you back to Inside Sports. Well, and we have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, remembering Vin Scully, Raptors game in Edmonton coming up, setting up the Elks and the Lions in Vancouver on Saturday night. And just as my show was beginning at 6 o'clock, the Edmonton Oilers announcing that they have a two-year extension with forward Kyler Yamamoto, average annual value $3.1 million. Yamo had an arbitration hearing coming up on August 7th, so they avoid that. And I'm pleased to be joined on the line by Oilers GM and President of Hockey Operation, Ken Holland. Ken, you're on with Reed. Thanks for hopping on here on short notice to discuss the uh, news of the night. Uh, just uh, tell me a little bit about this process with Yamamoto, how important it is to get this done and avoid that arbitration hearing. Uh, I mean, obviously, and Reed, nice to be with you. I mean, obviously, um, we had a hearing here scheduled for Sunday and uh, had to have our uh, briefs in 48 hours in advance, uh, which would be Friday. So obviously we were down, uh, you know, basically tomorrow and then uh, had to submit uh, 
submit briefs. So, uh, you know, JP Barry is agent and, uh, and us have worked, uh, worked at this over the last uh, couple of weeks and, uh, feel good that we were able to find a two-year solution you know i think you know you never want to really go to an arbitration hearing because in order to uh you know get your try to win your case you, you got to probably put things out there that you don't want to put out and uh you know that's a relationship business so uh that's the last resort the arbitration hearing and uh, fortunately we were able to find a solution to uh, to, to get yamo done and certainly he, he had 21 goals last year and you know, took a step forward, um, and uh, he's an important, important young player for us going forward. So, uh, feel good that we're able to get it done and avoid the, the arbitration hearing. You know, one thing Jay Woodcroft said about Yamo this past season was that that he's a popular request for a line mate from uh, from the other forwards because he he does so many of the detailed things well and and obviously he he's so dogged and persistent when he comes to checking and get after the puck i'm just wondering you know what you see from him and how you think he projects over these next couple of years uh i agree with woody um you know i I would say to you you know first off he's got hockey sense and hands you know so he's smart uh he doesn't throw the puck away you know if you're if you're a, a skill forward we've got some skill forwards you know he he hangs onto the puck. He can protect the puck, and he, you know, he can make plays. Um, he forechecks, you know, so he gets in there, forces the the other team's defenseman to make make uh, make mistakes. He's he's relentless. He's persistent on the puck, um, and uh, you know, so you know, certainly he 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 gets pucks. He he retrieves pucks. He gets pucks, and he for his line mates, for himself, and for his for his line mates. And when he does have the puck, he hangs onto the puck and. Um, doesn't doesn't turn it over, and uh, you know, if you, I thought that last year, you know, he was he went went along and he had a real big March. Um, I think he had eight eight of his twenty one goals in the month of March. Obviously, it was an important time of the year when we were pushing, trying to push our way into a playoff spot. And then, uh, you know, he played good for us in the you know half a point a game in the in the playoffs. Uh, you know, with us going uh, into the into the third round of the playoffs and playing three really good hockey teams. So. You know, I thought he made uh, made real progress this year. Um, I'm hoping he can build on it um, and uh, you know kind of continue to to be a 20 goal scorer and and uh, continue to do the things that uh, that he's that he's doing that help us be a be a good hockey team. Ken Holland joining us on Inside Sports. Uh, you also avoided arbitration with with Jesse Puliarvi. Um, you know, Ken, you've, I know we've talked about this player a lot. It, it's been a journey for him with uh, with injuries and trade requests and coming back. And uh, pretty, if I were to speak very generally, probably a pretty good first half to this past season and then not quite as productive in the second half. Um, you know, is there a, a commitment from the Oilers and from Pugliarvi and his camp that, you know, he's, he's going to be on the team or is something still brewing with him this summer? I, I just wonder if you can share anything there. Oh, I don't have anything going right now, and we're pretty well, you know, at the cap. I think if you go to cap friendly, when you factor in Cloughbaum uh, and, and Mike Smith on 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 going on LTI, that we're 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 pretty well spent. Um, I will, you know, now there's, you know, once the arbitration process is over, you know, there's some players unsigned that are probably looking for opportunity, and they're gonna there's gonna be some good buys, so I'm gonna explore the market for the good buys, so. 
you know, I would think for the most part I'm done. I think that uh, for the next um, two, three weeks, everyone in the league kind of shuts down here pretty quick now uh, in terms of business, you know, because uh, everybody spent their money and they're looking forward to training camp. So I would anticipate that uh, what we've got is what we're going to camp with. But, um, you know, I'll work the phones here once we get probably once we get into September, you know, just to, to see what other teams are thinking. You're always looking for ways to make your make your team better. And, uh, you know, in Jesse's case, obviously, he did. He got off to a great start. And then I thought he kind of lost his confidence. And there was a coaching change. His role changed a little bit. And I think that, um, you know, for most players in the NHL, confidence is such a big part of of being successful. And when you start to lose your swag and your confidence a little bit, you know, you start to press, it, get, it gets harder and harder and harder and then and then obviously your your role starts to you know maybe your your ice time decreases and and then and then it it just it turns into a to a spiral so I, you know probably part of the reason why we eventually settled on a one year um contract with Jesse you know not really hard to know you know obviously he's hoping they can bounce back and 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 do over 80 games what he did over the first quarter of the season and and uh you know, certainly that's what we're hoping. Uh, we're hoping as well. All right, and Ken, just quickly before I let you go, and thanks for hopping on again tonight on such short notice. We haven't spoken since you added Matthias Janmark uh, on a one-year deal. Tell me a little bit about how he uh, is, is going to fit in. I mean, is is versatility a key for him, or, or how do you see him? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I you know we we drafted him in Detroit many many years ago, and before he turned pro, I ended up trading him at the deadline. Um, to Jim Neal uh, in Dallas to get a forward to try to go on a on a playoff run. So I've sort of watched him pretty close. Obviously, being a being a Red Wing draft pick, um, you know, he can play left wing and play can play center. Um, he's a he's a he's a four checker. He gets in on the four check. He can play up your roster if on if if you need him to be. I know that at Dallas for a year or two there, he played up the roster in the top six, and you know it's because he, he pursues pucks and uh, he back checks and he does lots of the. You know the the, the the trench work, um, but but because of those same uh, ingredients I've just talked about, he's he's good on the bottom six because he's uh, you know he can check, he he works, uh, he can play left wing, he can play center ice. So I think he's going to be a versatile player for us. And uh, again, on a one year deal at, at one and a quarter, I think that we've got a real motivated athlete that's looking for an opportunity to kind of um, you know have a really good year and get back to the you know, back to the marketplace, uh, whether it's with us or with somebody else and, and grow his salary. So I think that anytime you can get real motivated players on one year deals, you know, there's the potential for, uh, you know, that, that, that it's going to be a real plus for the, uh, for our hockey team. So I think between the motivation and the versatility, um, you know, and we're, you know, trying to be a little bit, little deeper, um, as, as we go along, these are all the, the reasons why you sign up to a one year deal. Ken, really appreciate you hopping on to comment tonight. Uh, the, again, the news, Kyler Yamamoto signs with the Oilers two years, million dollars per season. Really appreciate it, Ken. We'll see you around the rink soon. Nope, no problem, Reed. Thanks. That is Ken Holland, GM, President of Hockey Operations for your Edmonton Oilers. It's Inside Sports on Chet.